Bush and Richie here with the Home Time Show. Richie, completely distracted by, or has been handed in, uh, almost like he's about to announce the winner of uh, the Oscars with a... It feels more important than that. It does, a purple shimmering envelope that he's just opened right at the start of what we're doing here talking. What's going on? What if is this? If it's purple, if it's shimmering, it's got to be Cadbury, all right? It's th- that's their colours. That's, and that's what point. it is. That's what it is. Um, this is new. This is really exciting. Cadbury Inventor Giant. Cadbury Inventor Bars, okay? New bars of chocolate... We judge which ones make it to market. Oh, wow. So we'll get to be part of that process before people see them in shop shelves and stuff like that. Yeah, there's a hashtag, Cabri, you be the judge, right? So you can be sort of like a chocolate Simon Cow. So just to confirm, you don't get to have your say on ongoing court cases. This is more about just chocolate before it gets in the design stage. Correct. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Right, so uh, there's three to go before the public's verdict. Dairy milk, banoffee nut crumble. Okay. Dairy milk, no frowny brownie. The name annoys me, but it sounds like it tastes nice. <laughs> uh, dairy milk, fizzing cherry. Oh, is that like that popping candy stuff that you used to have on your mouth when you were a kid? Which they already do, like one with sort of like a fizzy jelly one, and I think that is absolutely top draw. Do you know what, though? The only issue is with that, right? Sometimes you want to eat on the sly or quite quiet. Like, if, if I'm, we're downstairs watching telly in the lounge, and my other half, Kate, Katie and I, got a chocolate bar on the go, and I'll nick a bit while she's not looking. Yeah. If you've got that kind of crackling noise in your mouth, it gives the game away. Only if you open your mouth, though. Surely if you if you keep your mouth shut, yeah. Katie's not going to hear your mouth fizzing through your cheeks unless you've got very porous cheeks. I have very porous cheeks. <laughs> and I eat with my mouth open, so it, it can cause a problem. Do you want fizzing cherry or no frowny brownie? You, you choose. Which one do you want? I love the idea of the no frowny brownie. OK, well, I'll try the fizzing cherry and see if I can eat it without my other half knowing. Thank you. Right, at the end of the podcast, you'll see what we thought. I've been lording it right up today. Uh, we rented a beach hut. Oh, nice. Rented a beach hut. Nice. Thought Bay, which is the posh bit of where I live. I live in Leon Sea, and you've got South End with all sticker rock stuff and all those rides that I'd never go on in a million years because I'm too scared. And then at the end, where retired bankers live, called Thought Bay, and it's dead posh. They've got, like, tennis courts and all that kind of thing. A load of lovely beach huts. We've rented one of them. And I've been down there this morning with the girls. Bliss, the sun's been shining. Uh, for a little while, I had uh, a newspaper, and I was... Uh, putting a kettle on a little stove. Oh. Something really homely about it. It was the same when we were camping, just having a kettle on a little stove, waiting for it to whistle. Yeah. It was like the, the good old days. Good snacks as well on a deck chair, and like Thea playing in the, the sand and by the wash and everything, so it was gorgeous. Little slice of luxury. Uh, and I felt, I actually said it out loud, I feel like Lord Muck. I respect you for coming into work. That's a very difficult lifestyle to lead. It was 50-50 whether I actually came in, to be honest with you. If we weren't so close to the train line, I might have just uh, come up with something, an idea and say, oh, sorry, I can't come in, guys, the trains are off. But I genuinely felt like Lord Muck. You know that kind of phrase, Lord and Lady Muck of Muck Hall? Mm. Uh, and I thought, what about, bearing in mind that, you know, times are tough at the moment and people are going through stuff and it's been a, it's been a long old year. If you've in any way treated yourself in the past 24 hours to just a little little flash of luxury, a little slice of luxury, and you may feel like Lord or Lady Muck, get in touch and let's celebrate it. Literally a slice for me. Oh, yeah? This morning, mid-morning, 11 o'clock, cup of tea, and this is where I might be pushing it, and it might come back to bite me on the backside quite literally <laughs> later. 11 o'clock this morning with my cup of tea, some leftover pavlova from Father's Day. Oh, my word, now, pavlova. Mind, Father's Day, you're talking Sunday, <laughs> you're talking whipped cream, you're talking fruit. I might have been pushing it, but it felt good. 
I bet he did. I mean, the, the decadence of having <laughs> yeah. Pavlova on a I Thursday morning. You. Exactly. It's almost like Louis the <laughs> Sixteenth. That's more. Well, that is exactly it. I bet you felt like Lord Muck. I did. I didn't have a beach hut, but it felt good. Uh, Faye has tweeted to say that today at work she's had hula hoops on her fingers and has been eating them while she's typing. That's the way. Lady Muck as well. Uh, this one says the car is having its MOT today. I didn't drive it to the garage like a commoner. Oh no, I got picked up from outside the house. I felt like Lord Muck as I was driven away. <laughs> if that was me, I'd have done the, the you know the Queen style regal <laughs> handshake out yeah. the window. That'd have been good. Uh, Claire says feeling very Lady Muck. It's my first time today getting a Waitrose grocery delivery. Share it with the group and we'll mention it on the show. The wonderfully named Hunter Nunez. What? A, I bet he's got hair that goes down to his waist. <laughs> says my little bit of luxury was to to buy this this genuine luxury to buy a hot tub jacuzzi and have a nice glass of rosé wine last night. Do you know what, right? Every time I go into the B&Q in Southend, they're always trying to push this um, hot tub in there that's got lights and music in it, mm -hmm. and no-one's ever bought it. And yeah. I always joke with Erin, our eldest when I'm in there, someday I'm going to get that and she'd be absutely mortified. This but is the day. This could be it. This could be the day to finally yeah. go and get it. They'd be glad to shift it, I reckon. <laughs> uh, Taxi Paul says, I'm Lord Muck. I've just had a massive meat hamper delivered. Two and a half uh, kilograms of gammon. 4.6 kilograms of pork loin, two one-kilogram beef rump joints, two chicken fillets, a turkey crown and a two-kilogram leg of lamb. What's to do with the turkey crown on the 24th of June? It's six months to Christmas Eve, man. It's like Henry VIII, this fella. Uh, we've got Sharon on the line. Sharon, why are you Lady Muck today? I've had someone painting my wardrobe. I've had someone trimming my hedge outside. I've had a guy come round to measure up for motorised blinds. Motorised yeah, blinds! Wow, oh. to... to Perchance to dream. Yes. You've got a staff. You have, you have a staff working for you today, uh, Sharon. Is that right? It, it, it seems that way. It seems that way. I, I don't really, but it does seem that way. Sharon, <laughs> whereabouts are you having motorised blinds? I'm fixated on this. Uh, in my bedroom and in my lounge. What, so you can lie in bed and press a little button and your blinds will open? And maybe. I think they connect to Alexa too. Wow, so you can shout at your uh, personal computer and it will close your blinds for you when you're too drunk to do it yourself and crawling upstairs on all fours. Because <laughs> she's Lady Muck. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, totally. Totally living the dream. Alexa, do the blinds for us. We've got to go to bed. <laughs> 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 nice to speak to you, Sharon. Andrew, oh, it's great to um, speak to you guys too. Love the show. Oh, bless you. Take care. Have a good Thursday. Cheers, Richard Richie. Uh, John in Lincoln says, whilst out delivering today, I've received a £5 tip. Oh. So I'm going to upgrade my prawn booner to a king prawn one tonight. Lord Muck. Yeah. He's like Lord Muck. Jazzy says, I've been able to work from home today. As I was making and planning, there was no video meetings or lessons involved. So I've worked from my bed all day, oh. dressed in shorts and a T-shirt, just in case anyone did call. It's like a Winston Churchill. He'll be in the bath next, <laughs> taking calls. Uh, Kerry, why are you Lady Muck? Because... I'm eating Ferrero Rocher and it's not even Christmas. Whoa. What, have you won the lottery or something? Why are you treating yourself so good? I'm just an incredibly dangerous person. I, uh, I found some um, I found some Ferrero Rocher that didn't make it into my daughter's Christmas stocking. Brilliant. And I just thought, you know what? Whilst I'm sitting here and she's learning to play guitar in the car, I'm sitting here and snaffling them. Oh, this is, the, the, the irony here is dripping. So these were meant to be for your daughter's stocking. They didn't make yeah. it. And yeah. your daughter is actually having a guitar lesson right now. You are taxi mum and you're sat there eating what should have been her present. Yep, exactly that. And, and are you not, you're not concerned at all that someone will walk past you just sitting there parked up eating a box of Ferrero Rocher? You're not concerned about that, what the, how that may look? 
to be super clear, I'm not eating the whole lot. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, well, it's not a meringue, is it, Richie? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Technically, it's a pavlova, but you make a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Got something I'm not quite sure about, and I need, I need honest opinion. Here's the quandary. Uh-huh. It's rained recently, and then there's been warm weather. Put those two things together, grass grows like mad. Okay, cool, yeah. All right. It's going to rain again over the weekend. That's the best time to mow the lawn. Sorry, where's this going, by the way? I'll tell you. Okay. Right. There's a quandary. It's going to rain again this weekend. <laughs> that would be the best time for me to mow the lawn, but you can't mow a wet lawn. Is it antisocial for me to mow the lawn tonight after 8 o'clock? So you're out the back, going backwards and forwards, mowing... And they're possibly, well, I mean, from, say, around at our house, our, daughter, our youngest daughter, Theo, would be in bed at that point, mm-hmm. and you're mowing. Are you yeah. worried about, what, what are you worried about the most? Like, waking people up, the pollen? I'm worried about being that person, about that person that you hate in your road, you know, after eight o'clock. You know, yeah. you, you, you've got the windows open upstairs, you might be trying to put some kids down, and then suddenly you hear a... That Burke's mowing the lawn. What's he doing after eight o'clock? Well, what kind of lawn mower have you got? Have you got an old-fashioned kind of like uh, petrol one or have you got like a cutting-edge Alecky one or what? Rolls-Royce of a Flymo, all right? Really? If, you know, top of the tree Flymo, okay? It's it's Flymo, but it gives you stripes. Oh, does it? Well, it's a I think they pro. call it a roller mow. A roller mow. Flymo roller mow. So, I don't want to be that person. Maybe... In your road, you are that person that people hate. You don't care. Or maybe you suffer from late, late, late night noise. Yes. It's difficult to say. It is hard to say. All right. So give me it honest. I want to know. Is it antisocial for me to mow the lawn after 8 o'clock tonight? And if you suffer from it, you know, share the stories. So we've got a situation at the moment where uh, in our house, out the back, there's a one family that let their kids out quite early in the morning, like half six. Wow. And they play and muck around and they're kind of loud and screaming stuff like that, which is which is pretty damn early in the morning. So yeah. I guess we're looking to classify things as potentially as um, uh, antisocial behaviour. Yeah. I would say that falls in that bracket a little bit. They wow. are that person. And to be clear, I wouldn't mow the lawn at half six in the morning. Well, the, yes, it's the morning side of it. <laughs> yeah. Is that is that because you're worried about other people? No, the dew. Oh, here we go. All right, you can't mow a wet lawn. Mark says, I had a neighbour moan at me over the fence for mowing the lawn at 2pm Sunday afternoon because mm. I disturbed their nap. That's, I mean, I know we're getting on each other's nerves a bit more because we've all been cooped up together, but that is ridiculous. Middle of the day. Yeah, two o'clock. And a weekend. I quite like the sound of a mowed lawn. It's, it's, it's calming. Relaxing. Yeah, and the smell that it gives off as well. Come on. It's a lovely thing. Although Layla says, my dad used to mow the lawn at 5am. <laughs> I'm still embarrassed about it now, even though it was over 30 years ago. A 5am lawn mow. Madness. Give it to us straight. Are you that person? I don't want to be that person. I like how you use weather apps to decide whether you're going to mow the lawn or not. I've never, <laughs> ever thought about that in my entire life. And that doesn't surprise me. Um, Rich... <laughs> I, I can't argue with it. Rich says, My neighbour complained about me mowing the lawn in the evening. Being the nice guy I am, I agreed to do it the next day. What he didn't realise was, I did it before I went to work. All done by 7am with a petrol lawnmower. Revenge. Uh, Lou says, I don't mind late mowing, but having to work from home, I still know when it's school kicking out time, as I have to endure 90 minutes of kids bouncing on a trampoline before I finish work. So if you... This is the thing with this tonight. Either you are that person doing something antisocial, or you've been on the receiving end of antisocial stuff, tell us about it. Yeah, give it to us straight. Dave, what do you reckon? Um, not anything up to about 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock at night. 
Daylight, it's fair game. Right, so when, when the, the sun goes down, then suddenly uh, it's it's off in terms of Richie doing late night lawn mowing. I reckon that's... I reckon anything up to about... I mean, tonight I've mowed my lawn up to 10 o'clock at night before. Don't care. Well, I venture to say, though, the, 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 the flip side of this is lawn mowing in the dark doesn't seem very safe. Uh, no, no, but in daylight hours, I think, you know, at the moment it's, it's light till about 10 o'clock at night. Imagine so, that, though, uh, with, a, with a head torch on, you can get all the kit. I could see you doing that. <laughs> It'd be like a, uh, close encounters of the third kind with all these lights everywhere. <laughs> are there any, like, rules, though? Do we know if there are any kind of antisocial laws about this? There's been a comment on oh. our Facebook page, someone saying that it's actually against government rules. Really? There can't be government rules that say you can't mow at a certain time. Uh, I don't know. I've got. I depends what sort of mode, mode you got. I've got an electric one, little 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 Ryobi electric one, which um, yeah doesn't create much noise. I guess you've got a petrol petrol engine one. It'd be different rules, I suppose. Fly mo, roll mo, mate. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you are listening to Lawnmower Chat here on Absolute Radio. <laughs> Exciting stuff. <laughs> Karate Kevin in Cumbria says he would knock you clean out if you mowed the lawn after 8pm near his house. And he's called Karate Kevin, I'm Kar- frightened. Watch out in the Cumbria area if you are planning to mow after 8, because he might come out in his, I don't know, orange belt or whatever. <laughs> Dan, what do you reckon? Personally, I'm all for it up until 11. Whoa. That's great. But your neighbours might not be. Right, OK. Uh, I mean, any sort of guidelines or sort of rulings you could yeah. give us? Well, I'd go by the bottle bank rules in Exeter. <laughs> OK, very specific. <laughs> very specific. So t- tell us the yeah, bottle no. bank rules in Exeter. Yeah, you're not allowed to put it in before seven or after eight. Right. They wake up the neighbours. OK, right. so before seven o'clock you can't recycle glass, you can't recycle glass after eight o'clock. I would say a bottle bank is noisier than a flymo, so... True, Be- your choice. But you're happy for it to go right the way through to 11 o'clock in the evening. You- you're kind of uh, quite chilled out about all this kind of stuff. Yeah, well it's better than brambles, isn't it? That's brambles? <laughs> And that's what you're going to get if you don't mow your lawn. Yes. Ah, oh, now I see. It, there is something quite threatening about a man saying, your choice, when he's talking about <laughs> smashed glasses. <laughs> Today's match is gardeners versus plumbers. Going head-to-head in Group A as we get to the business end of this tournament, it's gardeners versus plumbers. Uh, let's meet our gardener first of all. Birdie, how are you? Yeah, very well, mate. Not too bad today, thank you. Uh, where are you calling from, Birdie? Um, I'm actually calling from uh, Hoddesdon at the moment. Just picked my kids up from school. Uh, I know the area very well. That is uh, very close to, uh, to 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 where I am. You, hey, you could get the uh, the exclusive uh, Firth Back Garden contract, Birdie. Ah, oh, that'll do, mate. Any, any extra bit of work's all good. I would say that having a Firth Back Garden contract is not a thing you want to put on LinkedIn. <laughs> Stay well away from that. You got, are, you, are you feeling confident about gardeners and stuff today, Birdie? Are you up for this? Yeah, yeah. Give it a go, see what happens. Good lad. Stay there. Let's speak to your competitor this evening going head-to-head uh, against you representing plumbers. Is Steve. Steve, where are you calling from? Hello. I'm in Sunny Whitney Bay, up near Newcastle upon Tyne. Lovely job. Is it nice there today? It's beautiful here today, yeah. It is. Steve, uh, name your business. Give him a plug. I am Steve Payne, and my business is Steve Payne Plumbing Heaton. It was going to be called Zodiac Plumbing with the tagline, our success is influenced by Uranus, but your wife wouldn't let me have that. <laughs> <laughs> We've got some live wires this evening. <laughs> down the value of the houses. 
uh, Steve, uh, we understand and uh, that we heard this a little bit earlier on the show. You have a poem that you're going to be firing at Birdie during the course of this. Is that right? You've got an actual I'm poem. I'm going to hit him with some poems. I'm going to hit him with some rhymes, baby. Amazing. Ah, well, let's hope you can rhyme within 20 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I can't rhyme within 20 seconds. I've timed it. Wow, are you, this is gonna right. Let's 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 cut to the chase, uh, Birdie. You've got twenty seconds. It doesn't have to rhyme, but good luck, uh, good luck, fella. Twenty seconds uh, to tell us why gardeners are better than plumbers, and your time starts now. All right, here we go. How how many times have you tried to use a tap in the garden and it goes everywhere? That's the handiwork of a plumber. That. <laughs> What's the worst monopoly square to buy that no one wants? The waterworks. Yeah. Only people who buy them are absolute burks. No. Gardening is a pop trade where we use heavy machinery, not a so it's up. Wow. Heard a bit of poetry. Uh, there was a bit of poetry in there. Some, Birdie's made some very good points. He might have Steve on the ropes a little bit, but Steve's going to come back with his poem. Steve, you have 20 seconds to come back at Birdie the Gardener and tell him why plumbers are the best and gardeners ain't no good. Your 20 seconds start now. <laughs> a world without plumbers, well, that would be grim. You can go down the pool, but you won't get a swim. Your body's hydration is much less than the water. You can turn on the tap, but there won't be no water. You can be in the bathroom for more than an hour, but you'll still be bone dry when you get out the shower. Because without all those plumbers to cut tight and fit, you'll be thirsty and dirty and need deep in trouble. Time's up. (laughs) Time to perfection. Well, thanking you. This is this is better than the football we had on last night. This is oh, something else, guys. Well done. Awesome. Right, look, it's it's down to you guys now. Uh, you to vote. Um, who's the better trade? Is it gardeners? Is it plumbers? Have Birdie and Steve swayed you, or have you got your opinions already? We've had some amazing head-to-head battles over the past week, haven't we? Uh, we have indeed. It's the gardeners versus the plumbers today. Birdie the gardener, Chris the plumber, uh, Steve the plumber. Uh, call him what you want as well. Call him what you want. A uh, bit of rain and plumbers don't want to know. Plumbers, uh, gardeners don't want to know. Plumbers all the way, said Chris. I hope I'm making perfect sense. <laughs> I didn't start us off in the best possible <laughs> accurate way, so it's absolutely fine. Uh, you guys are voting. You get to say who wins this match. Of course, uh, Steve earlier on had the um, poem, which he fired at Birdie, Steve the plumber. At the moment according to twitter the plumbers are about 10 percent ahead 55 percent of the vote against 45 for the gardeners the rhyming timing swearing plumber has to win says this text steve the vertic plumber no contest says chris in boston but we have actually got a result for you and we're going to cross to the winner right now steve they love you hey you have won tonight's battle against the gardeners by at least 10% of the public vote. Plumbers are through to the next round of the Trade Euro Championships. How do you feel? Hurrah! It's marvellous news, marvellous news, and well-deserved. It's the most dangerous of all trades, obviously. Oh, well, Grant, Grant from Cannock texted to say, I love gardeners, but the plumber soldered my heart with his fluxing rhymes. Oh, I like it. <laughs> it's nice, isn't it? It's the nice thing anyone's ever said. Well done, Steve. We appreciated the effort, and it's three points to the plumbers. Congratulations. Hurrah! Marvellous. Thank you very much, lad. You've tried it already! You scumbag. Listen to my mouth. My mouth's making noises, everybody. It's I can home, sing. It's home time. It's Bush and Richie. You've tried this fizzing cherry, haven't you? My one is... Ma- what I love is like there's the signature of the designer. So it's like a little kid, I think. Or, or, no, actually, maybe they've just got childish writing. Roxy Amini made my one, fizzing right. cherry, and it's lovely. Can you try it one more time? But I want you to put it in your mouth and close your mouth. I want to see if you can hear it popping out of your... Uh... Gob. Gob. Here we go. 
I think for your reassurance for when you're eating at home, you could eat it if you keep your mouth closed and no one's going to hear. Okay, I'll just hope nothing goes on my nose because I'll uh, won't be able to breathe. Right, I've got no frowny brownie, milk chocolate, gooey brownie chunks, golden salted caramel chips, crumbly biscuits. Sorry if we're not really helping your Friday. Maybe you're struggling a little bit. And you just want to get to the end of the working day, and now you're hearing two fully grown men eating chocolate and reviewing it. But it's just been a hard week, isn't it? They're heading into the weekend when people can buy chocolate. This is what Marconi invented the radio. That's for. a good point, actually. Maybe you're pulling over into a service station or twenty four hour garage, and you weren't a hundred percent set on what, what treat you're going to have. No frowny brownie. Quite full on chocolate, that is. There's a lot of, a lot of crunching going on there. Mm. I like it. I like it a lot. Yep. Um, who, who invented yours? Uh, mine is invented by Sophie Manuel. Fantastic. And Sophie, top notch job. I would put more salted caramel in, subtle. Leonie Graham would like that. <laughs> um, I love chocolate brownie as well. This is great. This is good, isn't it? Uh, so forgive us this little um, uh, luxury on uh, on a Friday, but it's just good to treat yourself. It's not a luxury though, Bush. Let's reframe it. We're we're trying to help them. We're trying to help you out. We're trying to help. This is this is work for you to make you a better person.